Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you're having an absolutely fantastic, blessed day today, as always. hope you're continually getting the truth out there, staying strong and healthy and wise, and continually just being Americans. I appreciate y'all. I thank you for the emails. I was going through my emails this morning, and I got a a lot of emails over this week with some of the shows and people talking about different topics and stuff. And I want to encourage everybody to absolutely, no matter what, remember what this country was based on and its biblical principles. Further and further, we've seen things now go down this path of just nonsense, I guess you could say. <laughs> and it's people like us and it's people like you and our listeners and our customers and our supporters and your families we're the ones that continue to keep fighting for the truth and getting it out there. And be sure to check out the show tonight on Doug Hagman Report. I will be on there tonight with him on a Friday show. It's going to be a really good show. Got a lot of stuff lined up. Going to go into more stuff about the um, pistol braces and some of the final ruling on that. So be sure to check it out. And also, too, you guys will be first to hear it here, the HR5 uh, Hagman Report coupon code. I will list it here, HR5. It will be on his show, and it will be active starting today. So be sure to check that out if you want to grab anything on the website. And be sure to stock up on the prostate support. We just got a brand-new batch in stock right now, 15% off as product of the week. One of the most effective products on the market at helping out with overall prostate health and also, too, the healthy immune system on sale for over 10% off right now. So check that out at healthmasters.com or give us a call up at 1-800-726-1834 for any of your health needs. And also, I saw something earlier. This is something that was kind of strange, but then it's kind of a sign of the times. There's some photos that have been posted on Instagram and Facebook, and there's an article that was out now talking about, as it was listed, called a dystopian hellscape as people take food from grocery store dumpsters during Texas winter storm power outage. And there's videos now that have been showing from this grocery store that I guess their power failed, right? And they dumped all the food out of pretty much all the freezers. They filled up from the photos that I can see just in the photo. looks like they have two 30-yard dumpsters that, I mean, are filled to the brim and over. Um, about 18 shopping carts filled to the brim and over. And this is just in the photo I can see. It looks like there's much more probably in the background. Well, there's over 250 people that descended on this to get all this food out of the dumpster and the shopping carts. And ironically, law enforcement was showing up and trying to handle traffic and telling people to not eat the food because it had been spoiled or it hadn't been kept in the refrigerator, the freezer. And I kind of thought to myself, this is kind of strange, isn't it? Why are you trying to prevent people from being able to get food that's going in the dumpster when if you look at the current temperature right now in Austin, Texas, it's 36 degrees outside? I'm not really sure how you're going to really quickly and swiftly spoil food that's sitting outside in 36-degree temperature. Just my thought. It was interesting. But then what also kind of is a little bit creepy is the fact that this many people descended on dumpster food in order to get basic necessity and food to eat in the middle of this power outage, whether or not they were just being proactive and trying to stock up and just take advantage of free food or if they really are hungry and are trying to figure out ways to make ends meet by going and grabbing all this food out of the dumpster that the company has had to throw in there because the freezers went out of. I don't know, but it, all I know is this. 
it definitely kind of shows you where things are starting to head in the United States. I mean, this wasn't in this isn't down in you know South America or Mexico or third world countries. It's in Austin, Texas. And uh, so just something to think about. And again, why I continually tell people it's really, really important to have some backup food supplies and multiple different variations that you have in an emergency. So you don't necessarily have to be fighting with 250 people in a dumpster to try to get food when the power goes out. Just my two cents on that. That's why we put together the organic food buckets that are certified USDA, and we also have the meat buckets as well. Now, the meat buckets, we were not able to get them USDA certified organic. A lot of people ask me that. That is primarily because of the overall cost expenditure, trying to get and certify organic chicken and beef and then turn around and process it and freeze-dry it and get it ready for 15-year shelf life. The cost of it was going to be too high, in my opinion. I think a lot of people were going to be able to afford it, and I wanted to keep it within a reasonable price range. However, the regular foods, uh, the organic ones, those are fully certified organic and on the website at healthmasters.com, including multiple different kits with two- and three- and four-pack specials. You can check out at healthmasters.com. But again, I encourage you. These photos and these videos you see coming out of Austin, Texas, these people literally stripping these dumpsters and these shopping carts. By the way, when they were done, there was nothing left. They pretty much emptied out this entire – all of these 30-yard dumpsters and all these shopping carts and uh, ran off with the food. And you know, it's funny though. Like I said, with the law enforcement, we're talking about, well, nobody needs to get this food. It's, it, it was in the freezer and it's had to be pulled out now. I did community service when I was younger at a food bank, and ironically enough, there was a plethora of food there that had been actually truly expired, and the expiration dates were expired, and food – some of it had been left out, and the food bank still served it all, and I actually never saw one single case of anybody that showed up that was homeless that was getting sick from any of the food. Because remember, a lot of these expiration dates and stuff, they're there kind of as a uh, – you know, a, a factor of this is the date that we're stating from a liability standpoint. However, I'm not recommending anybody eat expired food or any aspect of food that has been in a dumpster. So let me clarify that right now. I'm not encouraging you to go do any of that. But I am saying is the same thing with like our supplements. Our expiration dates, we guarantee that when they are tested and processed, that they are essentially good for at least six months after the expiration date. However, the expiration date is the stated date on the bottle, but I have personally used almost all of our products even after expiration date when I have found them in the, cl- in the cupboard or here at the office, and they still work very, very effectively because we give that six-month buffer intentionally to make sure we can maintain continuity of the product and efficacy of the product at the highest possible standard that's why we supply you with the highest quality supplements in the world here at healthmasters.com and we thank you again for your support what do you think dad on this wonderful friday morning here in florida oh good morning austin <laughs> now real quick i had a lady call me yesterday and wanted to know she couldn't find the meat buckets as far as on the website what do we search in our search bar to pull the meat buckets up are they under freeze-dried food are they under storable food are they under meat buckets i mean how do you find them they are under food bucket meat and we have it under a two-pack special and the regular food bucket meat supply. So there's two different ones on there. We have the food bucket organic and the food bucket meat supply. So simply all you have to do is type in the word food in the search bar, or you can simply go down to the complete product list, and it's in the second column all listed with the food bucket meat supply, food bucket organic, two-pack special, four-pack special, meat ba- meat two-pack special right there in the second column. Or you can simply just type in food into the search bar at the very top and click the uh, magnifying glass, and it will pop up right below it as far as with the um, food supply. 
Excellent. That sounds good. Now, by the way, we've been, I mean, I was, I've been, they lose with emails again. Thank you so much for contacting me at askdrtedb at yahoo.com. I've got them all answered as of last night. And uh, an interesting one was sent to me, and also Brad sent it to me yesterday. Chicken egg yolk antibodies block the binding of multiple SARS-CoV-2 spike protein variants to the human AC2. It's a big deal. Here's the abstract. The SARS-CoV-2 virus is still spreading worldwide, and there's an urgent need to effectively prevent and control this pandemic. The study evaluated the potential efficacy of egg yolk antibodies in neutralizing COVID-2. We investigated the neutralizing effect of well, – turn your my microphone off, Austin. We investigated the neutralizing effect of the spike proteins as well as the inhibitory effect on the binding of the coronavirus spike protein mutants to human AC2. Our results show that – listen, the anti-spike S1 IGYS showed significant neutralizing potency against the SARS-CoV-2 various spike protein mutants and even SARS-CoV-2 in vitro – it might be, fee- be a feasible tool for the prevention and controlling of ongoing COVID-19. Now, I find this fascinating that we have all of these chickens that are dying everywhere now and these chickens that are being destroyed everywhere. And egg prices have gone up to $10 a, a, a dozen now for organic eggs. And I kind of just sit back and shake my head like, really? Are they going to really do this? Are they going to make the eggs so expensive that people no longer get these antibodies from the COVID, against COVID from the egg yolks? Are they realizing that we have actual food that goes out and does things like that are really healthy that we don't really, you know, want to have people have access to anymore? Do we really want to throw food in the dumpsters to get rid of it? I mean, ConAgra this yesterday recalled over another 2.5 million pounds of canned meat and poultry products. It's getting kind of weird now, guys. The packaging defect that might cause contamination was found, and listen to this. Listen to it again. A packaging defect that quote might M I G H T. No contamination was found. It's a might cause for contamination. Conagra Brands is recalling over 2.5 million pounds of canned meat and poultry after a packaging defect might cause contamination. The U.S. Department of Agriculture's Food Safety and Inspection Service announced Tuesday the problem was discovered when a Congra location in Iowa notified FSIS after someone saw spoiled and leaky cans with multiple production dates in a warehouse. Wait a minute. You got spoiled and leaky cans. They're not on the distribution line. They're not on the manufacturing lines. They're in a warehouse. Why don't you throw some bleach on and clean them out and throw them in the dumpster? Okay, but we're going to go ahead and recall all of this food. Subsequent investigation by the establishment determined that the can subject to recall may have been damaged in a manner that is not readily apparent to customers, consumers, which may allow foodborne pathogens to enter the cans. In other words, you can't see any damage on the can. There is no damage on the can, but we want to recall all of this food. So let's ask ourselves a question. Now, you guys already know this. You guys are going to laugh as soon as I ask this. Who owns ConAgra Foods? Oh, I'm glad you asked. I looked it up already. Funder company name, primary ownership of Conor Agri-Foods is State Street Corporation with 24 million shares held at $788 million, almost a billion dollars in shares. You stop and you look at it and you go, well, that's nice. That's just really, 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 really nice. And, you know, it's, here we go with State Street all over again with their circular ownership and their control of these different companies through interlocking corporate directorships and having the people on the board who they want on the board because of the amount of stock they own. So I guess I'm speculating now. This is just pure speculation on my part. I guess some of these people at the highest up decides we're going to go ahead and we're going to throw away millions of pounds of food because someone thinks we need to. So we're going to go ahead and do that now. Wow. Now, another big story that's hit the news this morning and it hit Drudge all over the no, – Drudge too. Uh, China has put a balloon over the uh, Montana area where they launched nuclear weapons. Complete and total nonsense as far as I'm concerned. This is pure obfuscation. 
This is just fear porn all this is. I mean, quite frankly, here's an article out from the BBC. Why would China use a spy balloon when it has satellites? I mean, duh, good question. News of suspected, remember, suspected Chinese spy balloon floating over the U.S. has left many wondering why Beijing would want to use a relatively unsophisticated tool for its surveillance of the U.S. mainland. It's not. It's a weather balloon. The capabilities of this particular balloon are unclear, but experts say it serves as more of a signal than a security threat. It was spotted floating over the state of Montana before the U.S. Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken's visited to China. The to- I'm not going to read this. This is crap. Quite frankly, guys, this is just a lie. This is obfuscation to try to promote the narrative about a war with China to keep fear porn going. Don't do that. Don't 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 believe all of this stuff. I mean, the, the, the sad part about it is this fear porn they're putting out right now and how it's gotten into alt media and all these alt media places are reading all of this stuff is absolutely ridiculous to me. But it's not going to change. It, it really isn't. I'm going to read you some letters that came in, some positive stuff today. This is from Michael. And uh, I, I love it when you guys send me letters. I love it when you send me these really edifying and uplifting letters. Here, here's what he says. He goes, your show and podcast have changed my life for the best. I'm taking the HGH stimulator and the BCAAs, and I've gained substantial strength and muscle size. You do a great job on your show maintain a, maintaining a paradigm that we don't need to be scared. This fear is failure attitude is the only way to go, period. My friends are gripped with fear because of the globalists constantly attacking our country, and their fear prevents them from being successful. I live my life walking with Christ without fear because of your show. Michael, thank you so much. That is what I've tried to do my entire tenor on this show is I have done everything I possibly can to basically be the best I can be. Uh, Oh, by the way, we also got a letter from somebody complaining that Austin and I were mispronouncing words, and I stand guilty of that personally, and I know Austin does too. Now, let me explain something to you, and I, and I appreciate the letter because it has some really good stuff about the blood of Christ and putting this stuff into a written format and all the other things. And so it has some positive stuff in the letter too. But most shows of this size are going to have a scripted format. They're going to have a teleprompter, and I've used teleprompters many, many times on TV, I mean hundreds of times. And what that teleprompter does, it takes the entire show and it scripts it, and it puts it in a written format. That's what they do on the news stories at night. So you can read this as you're doing the show. This is not that show. This show is live. And so a lot of times when we're reading a news story, it just pops up on our screens, and we haven't read through the entire story before, and we haven't been coached as the proper pronunciation of certain words, which can be absolutely ridiculous, especially with other countries and other words and other pronunciations and other languages. So I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. Forgive us for pronouncing words. <laughs> I don't know what else to say, but we're not going to script the show. To give you an example, years ago, I was on with Rod Parsley. You got a lot, you got a lot of you guys know him. We were on for many years. For just 20 years ago, we, he ran the show for years, did a lot of Eat, Drink, and Be Healthy programs all over the world. We were able to do a huge fundraising for his ministry. And the first day I met with him in his office, and we were going to talk about the show that we are going to do the next day. We met with him the day before. He gives me a script to read. And this is the script that they've approved that we're going to do on the air. And the script basically had all the different words in there that we were supposed to learn. If there were any questions, we would have to have the producer come over and learn how to pronounce a certain word before the show. And I looked at him. I said, I'm not going to do that. And it looked kind of funny. He goes, well, why aren't you going to do that? I said, I've done the top ten foods never to eat thousands of times. I don't need a script. And I said, all we're going to do by reading it is going to stymie the broadcast, and we're not going to make it nearly as effective in trying to help people because it won't come across as sincere or real. He goes, really? He goes, you don't want to do the script? I said, no, I'm not going to. He goes, fine, let's do the script. He threw it in the garbage. And the next day we did the script. It was probably the biggest show he's ever done as far as for fundraising. And he repeatedly ran it for years, the same show, over and over and over again. Like, you know, once a week they would run the show. The reason I'm telling you all of this is that I don't want to have a show that's scripted. 
I don't want to have a show that the Holy Spirit leads me to do something different like it did yesterday, like the Holy Spirit did yesterday, that I don't want to do that because it's not on the script. So, yeah, just bear with me. So if we mess up a word, you know, just kind of overlook it. I realize, you know, we're not perfect. I mean, the only perfect being that ever walked this earth was Jesus Christ, and I ain't him. That's a fact. And by the way, you ain't him either. <laughs> He's God, and we got to realize that. And so do the best you can just dealing with our – Every once in a while, we when we date when we do something and we we don't pronounce something correctly. Now here's another great letter. This is from Kennedy. He came from Kennedy, and I, I can't read you all of it because but I'm going to read you part of it. Uh, he's from Iowa. He goes, I'm not an NFL fan, but I have and I've not been for several years. But we watched the stupid Super Bowl together. A group of us gets together for some food and maybe a beer or two. We have a crazy woman and her cuckold husband that comes. She won't be happy in life till all of her kids are gay. He goes, I'm not joking. She brags about her oldest daughter just came out as a as, a, as, a, as gay, I won't use the word he used. She didn't have a chance. Mom is going to mess up daughter number two and son. I've tried to talk to the mom about it in a reasonable fashion. This crazy woman, changing the word, almost makes me draw on her. Wow, she screams us down, literally starts screaming like a retarded monkey. I'm sorry, this is funny to me. I ask the host, why do you invite them, knowing it's going to always turn bad with this woman? He says my wife likes her, so wow, I'm skipping the next party. I'm going to work on my son's bad truck in his Harley. I didn't mean to get long-winded. God bless you, Austin and Ted. Have a great day. I just I had to laugh. Kenny, thank you. That gave me a great, 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 great laugh last night. I appreciate it. And here's one from Annie. I thoroughly enjoyed your show today. I loved how you talked about the husband and wife submitting to each other in a healthy Christ-centered relationship. Excellent tangent explaining the equality and balance necessary for a thriving marriage. I love how you always talk about the popular pop culture shows like Yellowstone and the Kardashians with Kim Kardashian's buttocks being opiates for the masses. As I was pontificating on your eloquent analogy, another thought came to the forefront of my mind. Mainstream fake news media is the crystal meth. Thought I'd share it. Thanks for all of your great shows. Can't wait until you start taping in studio. God bless. Let me repeat this. Mainstream fake news media is the crystal meth for the masses. Well said. And there's another. This is this is the other one. It says, uh, I'm, "This is the one about us using you know incorrect grammar." But I'm not going to read that one to you. I've already explained that one to you. And here's another one. Who wants? wanted to pray the prayer for family members and basically how great that is to be able to do that for all of us together. And he goes, and I, "I pray every day for those praying the blood of Jesus to cover them from the top of their head to the bottom of their feet, that the blood of the Lamb will pull the RNA vaccine right out of their bodies." So I appreciate that, too. I think we need to pray for everybody who's been forced to take the shot or who submitted to the shot. Because quite frankly, guys, it really, 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 really is important that we pray every day because the blood of Jesus that sanctifies us. I don't think they really have a way to stop that, to be honest with you. In fact, I know they don't because that's an omnipresent God doing that for us in an interdimensional interface through quantum mechanics. And so it can't be stopped. And that's why they're so angry. And I talked about that yesterday. So anyhow, so those are some of the letters that I wanted to read to you guys today because it really makes me happy when you guys send me letters that are happy, happy letters. And and then I get a letter that tells me that my grammar is bad. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I got it. I, I know it. I, I've got I've got to work on that. And I'll continue to do that. I, I guess I need to – I should have majored in English. But the problem is I can't major in other languages and know how to pronounce all these other words. But I'll do the best I possibly can. So I just thought I'd mention that one to you guys also. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry, Austin. I had to laugh about that one. Because, I mean, again, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not doing anything. You know, this, we're this. from Florida. Yeah, you look, we're a bunch of we're, – we're, okay, let me put it this way. We're a bunch of educated redneck hillbillies that like guns out here in Florida. <laughs> what do you want me to say? We got really high education. We're really you – know, but we're just we're – just, we love God, and, and, and we're not 
you know, education majors and we're not language specialists and we do the best we can. I mean, somebody told me one time, they said, your German accent is like a Southern accent in German. And I'm like, well, what are you going to say? I was raised here in Polk County with Grady Judd. I mean, it is what it is. So, uh, so just love us for who we are. <laughs> Thanks for supporting the show. Also, what do you think? What's your next story? <laughs> yeah, you're spot on. And I, I, I will admit there's been numerous times, especially when it comes to last names, some of these crazy last names from these research articles. And, you know, there's 15 different letters and I'm like, OK, well, I'm just going to butcher this. I'm letting you know I'm going to butcher it. Not intentionally, but here it goes. If I need to, I'll spell it out for you. But, uh, yes, I, I will try to work on that a little bit better on some of these really uh, elaborate last names. And, uh, but, yeah, it's like you said that. I mean, we do the best we can with this. However, we go through a lot. And I have to say a lot of research and a lot of articles every single day. And there's no doubt about it. A lot of stuff I print off here in the morning and I will vet a lot of the stuff and go through and double vet it and make sure that, you know, this is legitimate because that's one of the most important things to me and dad, as I've told you repeatedly, is that we're coming out with the truth. I do not ever want to be accused of promoting fake news repeatedly. And now there's a lot of stuff we will bring up on the show, but we will tell you this is propaganda. And I do that intentionally because I want you guys to see what's happening. Exactly what dad said earlier with this giant Chinese spy balloon that's hanging over the nuclear warhead sites in Montana and flying over these air bases. First off, let me clarify this right now, and I will tell you this, and Dad will verify this. If you are even flying a personal plane and you fly over a restricted airspace over nuclear sites or Air Force bases, they will escort you down immediately with F-18 or F-16 fighter jets. I had a friend of mine that was getting his pilot's license, and he was flying down the East Coast. He flew over one of the major Air Force bases over there by NASA, and all of a sudden, he got hit up on his comms that you were in restricted airspace. All of a sudden, he got fighter escorts, and he had to ground his plane and fill out a whole slew of paperwork on why he was flying over this air base, what he was doing, what his intentions were. Let me put it this way. If there was even a remote chance that a U.S. military installation thought that a Chinese spy balloon was flying over them, they would engage immediately. They're not even going to ask whose spy plane or spy balloon it is floating around. So let's just clarify that because you got to remember, they've got to keep people entertained and they also have to keep people in a perpetual state of fear. If you can constantly have these fear topics that pop up that – they only need to be for a short time span because remember with social media and especially now with TikTok and all this other stupid stuff that's on the market, people's time – like their – people's attention span and their detail to time is so skewed now. That's why you see majority of advertisements and majority of social media posts. They're like these 15 and 30-second posts now. People's attention span can't go past that. Or I should say the average American that is a sheep, their attention span doesn't go past that. That's why reading now, actual reading books and book sales have fallen to like an all-time low. Just people don't read anymore, actual real books. You know, they'll read a little article here on CNN and read the first headline. Me and Steve were talking about that the other day. There was a propaganda piece that came out on Yahoo News with some crazy title. I forgot what it was, and, uh, but it was funny because they had this huge elaborate title, and then you actually read halfway through the article – and it didn't even it didn't even go along with the title. It, it was total fear porn. It was total clickbait. That's all it was. And I had another buddy last night. He was asking me why in the world 
they're continually bringing up this whole thing with shutting down the COVID emergency order all of a sudden on May 11th. And he goes, what, what is the point of this? He goes, why, why is it May 11th specific date? And I said, well, I don't have a definitive answer on that. I said, I can tell you a couple speculation ideas that I have on that. I said, one of those that I do think is very, very strange is the fact that you go, you have this aspect of where they're either getting ready to plan something, either they're getting ready to set something up. Or they're either going in and they're going to try to set up some type of fear porn to keep going along and telling people that this is why it's happening, this is why it's happening, this is why this is happening, this is why this is happening. And it's nothing to do with us. It's nothing to do with the Federal Reserve. It's nothing to do with the $7 trillion that was injected in the market. Perfect example, Daily Mail put out an article uh, two days ago, and this is the title of it. How your life will change when COVID emergency declaration ends, dot, dot, higher food costs, return of student loan repayments, and millions will lose Medicaid. Dun, dun, dun. Really? Daily Mail? That's the level of fear porn you guys are putting out now? Notice, it didn't say these are a few things that might change with the ending of the COVID emergency. It says how your life will change. Listen, my friends. Power of life and death is in the tongue. They are speaking this over you, and if you want to receive it and you want to dwell on it and you want to waller in it, they're going to encourage everybody to do it. They're truly speaking this over everyone, and most people are going to read it. They're going to go, oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. They start wreathing their hands together. The COVID declaration is going to be over. All these food costs are going to go up. Medicare, what, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Well, they're doing this very clearly for two things in my opinion. A – they're speaking negative and they're speaking curses over everyone, intentionally doing this on this article. Secondly, they're using this as obfuscation now to try to justify what's starting to happen with the economy and the recession. Instead of saying, well, the Federal Reserve injected $7 trillion in the market under Donald Trump and under Biden with the insane COVID bills they were going through, they were literally printing money like they had nothing else to do besides print money for free. $7 trillion in order to keep this economy stimulated. People that never had money then had money. People that basically didn't even know how to save money suddenly had just piles of money and were paying enormous amounts of money over pricing, over cost, over, over normal pricing. Like I told you guys that yesterday with the cars. And these all things have culminated together to create this massive problem we have. And now the Fed raised interest rates again. That's why you're seeing mortgages up to 7 8% range. And so what do they do? All right, bring out the COVID declaration ending of the pandemic now. Now all these things are going to start happening, guys. This is why it's happening. Understand, this is why your food's going up. This is why Medicaid's getting more expensive. This is why the hospitals are underfunded now. It's because we have to stop this COVID pandemic declaration. It's a complete and total lie. It's a complete and total lie to continue to keep people focused on the wrong cup. Just like with the shell game, you see people put the ball under the cup and they move all those cups around. They want to keep you distracted while at the same time the guy moving the cups has somebody behind him that's pickpocketing you and they're taking their money out of your wallet. And you don't even know what's happening because you're so focused on watching the cups with the shell and the ball. That's what they do with this stuff. They continue to tell you this. This is why I've continually told people right now, if you're going to be getting involved with stuff, make sure you're making a wise decision on what assets you're getting into. One thing that I have always said, and I'm not giving you financial advice, but I have read this all the way through the beginning of time in the Bible. 
and all the way, every single wealthy person that I have known and been friends with, and that's one thing I always try to do is take advice from people that are wealthier, more successful than me, and everybody has always said, physical metals are always a great hedge. Are there going to be something that you're going to go in and pump and dump like GameStop and try to make you know a million dollars and flip it out in Bitcoin? No, that's gambling. If that's what you want to do, that's your choice. It's very, very speculative gambling market. That's your choice. If you're looking at maintaining wealth preservation and making sure you're in something that's going to maintain and sustain wealth as things continue to escalate with inflation, you can always look at metals. Platinum's always one that I personally think is massively undervalued right now. Platinum is heavily used in solar panels and in EV vehicles, as much as I dislike all of them. Actually, I like solar panels, but EV vehicles, platinum's being heavily used. If anybody remembers, platinum was over $2,000 an ounce back in 2008, 2009. Currently right now, it's like $1,000 an ounce. I'm not telling you to get involved with anything. I'm not giving you financial advice. All I'm telling you is think outside the box and realize having true hard assets that you can trade and change at any point in time on the fly, which gold eagles, silver eagles, platinum eagles, those are widely recognized across the entire world. You know, that's one thing that's always been interesting about the cryptocurrencies is, yes, there's, it's becoming more prevalent. But the problem that I feel is we're going to run into is the Fed, the federal backed you know, crypto exchange or digital currency, which is what their ultimate goal is pumping out. I personally think what they're going to do is they're going to try to outlaw any and all outside cryptocurrency or they're going to try to absorb it. I mean, if you don't think they're going to do something like that, then you don't understand that the ATF is now trying to say that anybody that has a plastic Velcro brace on an AR pistol is now having to register it or take it off or they're going to be committing a felony. Don't think the government does nonsense like this. Well, look at their track record. And that's why silver has always been such a great thing to invest in because it's an actual commodity that is used on a regular basis. There is always a demand for silver. So again, think outside the box with certain things, but also to remember, when you constantly hear the same thing over and over and over again on mainstream media, it's not news, guys. It's propaganda. And that's what they're continuing to do to everybody is making sure they keep people distracted. They keep people completely and totally inept from what's happening. For example, there's an article that just came out two days ago from pilot Bob Snow. This is interesting because I remember reading about this, and this is a American Airlines or AA, American Airlines, Bob Snow now went on the record and lambasted the Biden administration and the FAA for mandating the COVID vaccines for pilots while the shots were still under emergency use authorization. Snow, who believes a heart attack he suffered last year, was caused by the COVID shot, and he criticized the federal government during an appearance on Tuesday night with Tucker Carlson. Pilot Bob Snow had a heart attack six minutes after landing his plane carrying 200 passengers and he has blatantly said he was extremely healthy extremely athletic and he has had zero health problems until he took this covid shot which he believes caused him to have a heart attack six minutes after he landed a commercial flight in dallas fort worth with over 200 passengers he goes, I have had no contact whatsoever with anyone, either with the FAA or with the company, to query me or to investigate exactly what happened to me in regards to the cardiac arrest that I experienced while on the flight deck. They have completely ignored me, and they treated us like giant guinea pigs by the FAA, and they did not look after our safety. He said, I am well aware of one of my former coworkers who unfortunately passed away as a consequence of receiving the vaccine, in my opinion, and this is something that's going to take a long-term investigation into figuring out. However, the damage has already been done with a lot of us pilots. Wow. Now, this guy is a, a veteran American Airlines pilot. 
six minutes after he landed went into cardiac arrest. That's creepy, guys. And I mean, by the grace of God, he was able to land this thing safely and the passengers were safe. But this entire thing is not done by accident. I told you guys yesterday, the FAA, that's why they got their mass mandate struck down. The FAA had no legal basis to tell people you had to get an experimental shot or you were losing your job. Nobody, I don't care what entity they claim they were, what government agency they think they were, no singular person or agency ever has the right to tell you you have to have this injected into your body forcibly or else you are going to be terminated or basically outcasted from society. Nobody has that right to do that to you. And that was a concept that eluded a lot of people that was very frustrating to me. And I know a lot of y'all were frustrated too. Nobody has that right, yet they tried to attempt to have that right. And the problem with it was it was given by consent because people actually went along with it. I can't tell you how many times I talked to people that got the shot and they went, well, they told me I had to get it, so I just went ahead and got it. What? I mean, what if they told you you had to be castrated to keep your job? And that's a crude terminology. What they told you that? Oh, okay. Well, I'm just going to go along with it. They told me I had to do it to keep my job. Okay, that's cool. We're going for that. Be sterilized now. Uh, that's just <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I, I'm being serious, Dad. The, the the concept is eluding people on how invasive this was because there are a lot of people, both male and female, that have not been able to have kids anymore after they've gotten the shot. There is a whole slew of research that is showing now that a lot of women who have gotten the shot have not been able to conceive any further, and they've had horrific miscarriages and all types of health problems with trying to conceive. This isn't an accident, guys. This happened intentionally, and we can't sit back and pretend like it didn't happen. But this guy, this snow pilot bringing this up now, this is a very, very serious topic that he's bringing up, and it is about time that all of us continue to keep talking about it because they are going to try to bury this. After this Pfizer thing went out, this this Project Veritas with Pfizer – they're doing every single thing they can to try to do damage control on this. That is why, in my opinion, all of a sudden they're starting to phase down. Oh, well, if, if people don't want to get the boosters, that's okay. If you don't want to get that, oh, don't, don't worry about that. Oh, we're going to phase out the, uh, the, the COVID pandemic emergency order right now. Everything's kind of phasing down now. Wasn't well, it funny that suddenly now, not six months ago, not a year ago, even though this thing's been tapering down from the very beginning since the end of 2020. Oh, no, 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 no. May 11, 2023, we're taping this down. There's something else going on behind the scenes they're working on and be very, very questioning of anything that's happening, but also continue to bring up what they did and don't act like we're going to pretend to forget about it because we're not dead. What do you think? Well, we're not going to forget about it. You know, these my friends who were pilots who were forced to take the, the vaccine, they're pretty upset. And, the, you know, the, a lot of us didn't do it. We just told them no. I mean, I wouldn't do it. I refuse to take it, but I'm not a commercial pilot. So they couldn't force me by telling me I was going to lose my job. But, you know, pilot training is – I'm letting you guys know this. Pilot training is very intensive and it's very, very stressful. I mean it really is. I mean you've got a bunch of people in a plane with you and you're flying and you have to be basically on point the whole time you're in the cockpit. And if you're not and you mess up one thing, you can kill everybody on the plane. I, I remember a couple of years ago up in, in, in Georgia, uh, I didn't know the guy, but he was a dentist and he decided to go fly at night over Christmas lights uh, with his staff. He had like six people in the plane with him, a bunch of nurses. And he came into a runway that did not have Vazzy lights. It did not have approach lights. As far as, you know, telling him if he's too high or too low, there are red and white lights at the end of the runway telling him if you're too high, you're too low. If, you, if, if lights are white, you're too high. If the lights are red, you're too low. If it's red over white, it's just right. 
and uh, you know, basically, it's a, it's a it's a it's a very good feature, but a lot of airports don't have that. And he came in at night, and he came in too low. Didn't know he was too low. Hit trees at the end of the runway, and killed all but one person on the plane because he wasn't staying focused. Just that fast, it happens. And so, you know, when you fly, you can't be thinking about oh, I've got chest pains. Oh my gosh, I'm about to have a heart attack or whatever. And that's why they've got two pilots in the cockpit. What happens? Both pilots have a heart attack. It's a mess. I mean, it really is a mess. And pilots have a very specific skill set. They work for years to hone the skill sets with thousands of hours before they go into the, how should I say, commercial flight industry with people that are flying behind them in the airplanes. And so it's not, an, it's not a relaxing job. That's why they cut your time only about 20, 25 hours a week if you're a commercial pilot because they know how focused you have to be. I know when I'd fly from Florida up to North Carolina, you know, it'd be about a two-hour flight, two-and-a-half-hour flight. A headwind would be about a three-hour flight. You got to stay on the radio the whole time. You got to. It's not relaxing. You, you're constantly being directed by air traffic control. You're constantly got stuff going on in the cockpit. It's very busy up there. If you're a good pilot, because you're paying attention. And these guys, these commercial pilots, they're really good pilots. And he's right. Six minutes after he lands a commercial flight with hundreds of people on board, he has a heart attack, and nobody wants to talk to him about it. You know, remember I told you last week they changed the parameters now for the EKGs for the pilots with the FAA. They've changed the parameters now. Now these EKGs that would have been abnormal, which would not allow you to maintain your pilot's license, are not considered normal. I mean it's crazy what they've done because they've had to do damage control because here's what they didn't realize. They can't just replace these pilots. They're too hard to train. You can't just pop out another one with, you know, with, you know, with a 25-cent quarter machine out of a plastic mold machine. They don't come out like that. It takes years of experience to make a pilot a good pilot. You know, and that's the problem they've run into now. They've got all these pilots that are having these health problems. They're having to change parameters, but that puts us all who are flying behind them in these aircraft in a very, very strange predicament, doesn't it? Doesn't it? I mean, think about it for a second. I mean, what if they continue to force boosters? And Austin's saying the same thing. They're Now they're saying, well, don't worry about boosters anymore because we're doing damage control. Well, yeah, they were beginning to realize that a lot of these major corporations whose stocks have been plummeting are going to learn real very quickly that you know what they've done is not okay. And they may be sacrificed on the altar of the globalists. They say, okay, it was time to dump this stock or dump that stock or dump this stock. Now we'll blame shift to blame it all on them. We had nothing to do with it. But they're the ones who were pushing it to their corporate interlocking directorships. And they're Sabbatine, Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan, wizards and weirdos and warlocks who run the planet at the highest levels. That's who's doing this. Anyhow, it always is. It's our battle's not against flesh and blood, against these principalities and these other dimensions. The Bible's very clear about that. You know, it all started with the angel wars, you know, you know, way before human beings were put on this planet. It just is what it is. And we need to understand who our enemy is. Our battle is not against flesh and blood. That's why we have to put on the full armor of God. You've got to stand your ground. You've got to have the sword. You have to have the shield. You have to have the faith. You've got to have the word. You've got to have all of this stuff in your spirit all the time. And that's what I strive to do on this show. I tell you, every single show, most of the time, I try to, that the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells in you as a Christian. People don't have any idea what Christianity is. You don't walk in fear. They, what are they going to do to you, kill you? We're all going to die anyhow. We have to go to heaven with God. They have no victory over us in death. Jesus has overcome both death, hell, and the grave. So we have no reason to be fear. We're born of a power of spirit, of power of sound mind, it says in Timothy. Not a fear. They, they use fear to paralyze you. They use fear to cause you just to make bad mistakes and bad choices and bad decisions. I see it all the time. People get scared. They get scared. They get scared in traffic. They get scared, you know, you know, you know, and they're in a crowd. They get they have all types of phobias. And these people who run the planet, they understand that. Because fear is one of their greatest weapons. It is the mind killer. It freezes you 
and you can't be scared. I remember years ago, I can talk about this now because I've sold my plane. I no longer have a plane. I remember I had a plane that we were flying up to North Carolina, and we had an electrical failure. Failure. Landing gear wouldn't come down. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here flying a plane with no wheels. And Austin was in the back seat. Sharon's in the front seat. And all of a sudden, you know, we're pumping the gear down manually with a pump between the seats. And Austin basically wakes up. He's sleeping in the back. He goes, what the heck's going on? I said, you might want to put your seatbelt on. And he goes, whoa. What? I said, we're about to have an emergency landing in case our gear fails when we touch it out. He's like, are you scared? I said, no, I'm not scared. I don't have a spirit of fear. I've been trained to handle this. And that's what we're supposed to do in life. It doesn't matter what life throws at you. You've got to have a preparatory mindset, and you've got to realize that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And obviously, I landed the plane perfectly because we're sitting here talking to you right now. But the point is this. Don't get all wrapped up in fear. Don't freeze. I had a friend of mine the other day. A car was coming the wrong way on the interstate, and he basically went over to the right to avoid the car. He wasn't paralyzed by fear. He moved over. The car went down the road and ended up killing three people. But he was, my friend wasn't paralyzed with fear. He responded, not reacted. See, that's how we have to do all of this. When they tell you – and that's why I don't tell you all of the junk. That's why I hit, hit, that's why I'm talking about that stupid Chinese weather balloon, which doesn't – it was probably a weather balloon that was released out of Seattle somewhere, and they were trying to check on the weather. That's all that was. And now they go, oh, it's a Chinese weather balloon. It's a Chinese spy balloon. Oh, my God, get scared. No. Look at these guys in the face and analyze what they're talking about and realize 99% of what they tell you is a stinking lie. That's all it is. They lie about everything. They lie about all of it. You know, media is supposed to educate. It destroys. Medicine is supposed to heal. It kills. Lawyers are supposed to defend the law. They subvert the law. Institutions of learning and higher learning are supposed to teach you how to be basically smarter. They teach you how to be dumber and how to be politically correct. Everything's inverted because the Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan sect that runs the planet, who nobody else wants to talk about but us for some reason. I have no idea why. They run everything in this giant interconnecting spider web with the Bilderberger Group, the Committee of 300, you know, all of these different groups all tied together in this nexus. And in the middle of that nexus is the little tiny spider there pulling his little weave out, and he's that little Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan weirdo pulling the handles behind the curtain, making everybody have fear. Don't be scared of these people. We have victory in Christ. We have overcome both death, hell, and the grave through Jesus Christ. He is our Lord. He is our Savior. He is our everything. And he's given us the power that raised him from the dead. That's why the New Testament and the Old Testament are different. In the Old Testament, it was God's relationship with man, man's relationship with man, the sanitary laws, the dietary laws. When Christ came, he forever changed man's relationship to man and God's relationship to man. He allowed us at that point to come boldly to the throne of grace and speak directly to God Almighty through Jesus. That's unheard of. That's unprecedented. That wasn't even allowed in the Old Testament. The priests had to go into the Holy of Holies behind the curtain. You know, with the you know the Ark of the Covenant was back there. They had to tie a rope on them. This is no joke. They had to tie a rope on their foot in case they died back there because nobody else was supposed to go back there and have to drag the corpse out. Okay. That's all changed. That's not what it is anymore, okay? We have the ability to go directly to God Almighty, to his throne room, to Jesus Christ. That's why I tell you, be very careful what you speak. Be careful what you pray. The power, listen to me, the power that raised Jesus from the dead is in you. You have the ability to literally change the fabric of space-time by the words that you speak. Be careful. Be positive. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. My footsteps are ordered by the Lord. This is the day the Lord hath made. I shall rejoice and I shall be glad in it. Why do you think I give you those positive affirmations and prayers every day? Because I want you to create that reality in your life. Because guys, listen to me. The power that you have 
the power as a Christian. If we could get Christianity and other Christians just to understand that and realize what that is, it would change the United States. It would change the world. The Christians didn't build an army in, in, you know, in, you know, in 100 AD and, and basically go after Rome. They didn't do that. They loved one another. They supported one another. They did everything they could to be Christians and to show the world they were different because of Jesus. And it changed the world. You know, it, it's, a lot of them were martyred. We have to understand that as Christians, we're called to a whole different level of standards, a whole different level of accountability. And we need to understand that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. But this is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice. I will be glad in it. I don't care if it's raining. Don't care. Don't care. Don't care. I don't, don't care if it's cold outside. Don't care if it's hot outside. I have decided 40 years ago when I became a Christian that I was going to be happy and joyful today. And that's how I look at life. And if you look at life that way, then all of this worries and cares of this world that we have to talk about on the show because I'm trying to keep you updated to what these clowns are doing, then you begin to realize that, yes, we need to be aware of this. Yes, we need to discuss it. Yes, we can't pretend like it's not real. But we've got victory in Jesus, for he is the author. He is the finisher, and he is the perfecter of our faith, and always stand in him and rely on him. Also, what do you think, my friend, and what's your next story? You're 100% right. I mean, that's why we continually encourage people in, on the show, in person, on emails, and continually brought up the things that are going on and remind people that we do have the strength, that we do have the power, and we do have the energy to be able to handle everything that comes at us, but it comes down to how you handle it mentally. I learned this a long time ago from numerous people, again, that I listen to and I talk to that are more successful than me, and they always said it always starts in the mind. The mind can do amazing things, and the mind can make the body do amazing things, but you have to know you can do those things. So many people sell themselves short or put themselves in positions and get wrapped up in things because they aren't actually focusing on what they need to focus on, or they're simply shut, cutting themselves where they go, okay, well, I can do this, but I can't do this. Why are you saying that? Why are you saying you can't do that? Is that the way you want it to be? We also is that that way you want it to go? Are you are you in that position where you just don't want to do it? Because a lot of times people will only go to their level that they can mentally accept, and that's why you see so many people a lot of times. They'll start becoming a little successful. They'll start going in the right direction, and all of a sudden they'll self-destruct. They'll, they'll implode. All of a sudden they just start ruining everything. You're like, dude, you're doing so good. Oh, yeah, but this and this and this and this. Well, it's because they got to get their head right. They've got to get their mind right. They've got to get their mindset right. And once you understand that from a biblical standpoint and what we speak makes such a difference, that's why I always get on to people. Anytime around somebody, even if they're an acquaintance. And I talk to people, and I, I think they're actually – they have potential, and they're going somewhere. They'll say something like, oh, I don't know, but I'm just, I'm just broke all the time. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm like, no, you're not. No, 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 no. We're not, we're not speaking that around me. We're not talking that around me. You may be challenged right now financially, and you may be growing and learning and striving to grow further financially, but don't speak that. Don't say the B word. Don't say that. Why, why are you going to say that? What, you wanna, you, do you want to be that? Well, no, I don't. Okay, well, quit speaking that all the time. Now, it doesn't mean you can just walk around all day and be like, I got this, I got that, I got this, I got that, and all of a sudden you're just going to have all the stuff with implementing zero in your life. That doesn't work that way either. You have to be realistic, and you have to put things into motion, and you have to start focusing on things. That's why I've told people repeatedly, you've got to write down 
goals. I don't care if it's health. I don't care if it's family. I don't care if it's wealth. I don't care if it's business. I don't care if it's vacation. I don't care if it's travel. If you want to do it, one of the easiest things you can do is write it down. You look at it. You see it. You think about it. Say, okay, on the list, I want to make sure I'm reading the Bible at least one time for 15 minutes every night. That's where I want to start. I want to get back into that. Okay, write that down. I want to make sure I'm praying with my family every night before bed. Okay, write that down. Put it down on paper. I've always told people, what can it possibly hurt with putting down a positive goal on paper? What's the downside? Hmm? There is none. You simply go, okay, well, I didn't meet that goal. I see it now, and I didn't do it. Okay, we'll start again. You got tomorrow. You got today. You got tonight. Same thing with weight. I talk to people all the time about health. I said, okay, get on the ultimate multiple. Start getting your caloric intake under control. Get your portion to intake under control. How many days a week can you train? How long can you train for? Okay, I can train you know four or five days a week for 30 minutes at a time. Perfect. Okay, when you want to do it? You want to do it in the morning? You want to do it at night? I want to do it first thing in the morning. I want to try and knock it out at like 6.30 a.m. Okay, so here's the thing. Set your alarm. If you're already on a tight schedule in the morning, set your alarm for 45 minutes earlier. Start getting disciplined to get up 45 minutes earlier. When you get up, wake up. A lot of times I've done this all very regularly. I do this almost every morning. I'll wake up and take an ice-cold shower. Massively stimulates mitochondria, helps adrenaline dump, increases dopamine first thing in the morning. It's not for everybody. A lot of people do ice baths now. That's even crazier. I've done it many a times, but it's just a lot in the morning. Get up. Go train. Knock it out. Get your breakfast in or your shake or your GHI cleanse. That's why I usually start off every morning with a GHI cleanse. And boom, all of a sudden you go, hey, I'm already ready for work. I'm already ready to go. I've already worked out. I've already showered. I've already had a GHI cleanse. I'm alert. I'm awake. I'm ready to go. That small little change first thing in the morning, getting up 45 minutes earlier, will set the pace for your entire day. And you'll be shocked on how much more productive you are and how more focused you are and how many more things you're getting done at the office, your workplace, or at the job site. Just small little changes like that, and all you got to do is start writing them down and looking at them and go, okay, I'm not getting up at 6.45 today. I'm getting up at 6 today. When I get up at 6, this is what I'm going to do. Almost every single night, especially if I'm busy and I've got stuff planned the next day, I will take a full 3 by 5 index card, and I will write down my entire daily activity plans, goals, things that I have to get done with the office, with work, with kids, with school, with training. I'll write down a whole list, 10, 15, 20 different things every single night before I go to bed. What does that do? It gets it out of my mind at night. It puts it on paper. So now when I'm laying in bed, I don't go, oh, gosh, I got to do this tomorrow. Ah, oh, I got to do this tomorrow. I got to do that tomorrow still. No, I've already, I've already put it down. Tomorrow will take care of itself now. Tomorrow's on that piece of paper. When I wake up in the morning, get ready for the gym, I go over what I have to do. Boom, done. Now I know what my goals are in the morning. I don't have to worry or stress about them when I go to bed. Pop a half a melatonin. Good night. Thanks for playing. Wake up in the morning ready to go. Those are just a few very small things that will change the entire course of every single day. And you'll be shocked how much healthier, how much more energetic, and how much more successful you'll be in any aspect. It doesn't have to be monetary-wise. It can be with family. It can be with kids. Having that extra few minutes to spend time with your kids in the morning before they go to school. You know, one of the reasons we've seen the society degrade so much, even in, even in homes that parents are still married, is because everybody's so dreadful. Fully busy all the time. We're so busy, 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 busy. Gotta go this, gotta do that, gotta do this. You know, kids run out the door in the morning. Nobody sees each other. Nobody kisses each other. Nobody hugs each other. Nobody prays. All of a sudden, they come back at night. They're back on video games. They're on iPads. They're doing homework. And all of a sudden, everybody goes to bed. Wake up next morning, do it all over again. Then on the weekends, everybody's got plans and games and basketball and football and baseball. And all of a sudden, Monday starts again. And sure enough, another year goes by. Another year goes by. Another year goes by. You walk in and go, Wow, what happened? Where'd the kids go? What's going on? 
Where'd my life go? I've set no goals. I've accomplished nothing. What am I doing? It's because you do not have a direction. And I'm not speaking about that, y'all, as I know you guys do, but I mean that in generality. So my dad used that analogy the other day with Zig Ziglar. He can make an individual within five to ten minutes shoot better in archery than the top-tier Olympic archery shooter. You go, how are you going to do that? That's impossible. There's no way you can take ten minutes and teach a guy how to shoot better than the top-tier archery shooter in the Olympics. Sure you can. Put a blindfold on the Olympic athlete, spin him around about 30 times until he's so stinking dizzy and nauseous he can't even do anything but throw up, and then put the guy that you train for 10 minutes on the archery board. And it doesn't really matter what he hits. He's going to shoot better than the guy that's laying on the ground puking. (laughs) That's just that. If you don't have a goal, if you don't have a direction, and all you're doing is spinning around in circles with a blindfold on, you can't expect to hit anything. And the same thing goes with getting body weight and body mass index under controlled body fat. I've seen so many times, and I've worked with so many customers, even when I was in bodybuilding back in the day, where people would come in and they say, I want to do this, I want to do that. And I'm like, okay, what are your goals? Well, I don't know. Well, what's your goal weight? What would you like to be? Well, I don't know. How many days a week can you exercise? Well, I don't know. Okay, what do you know? Well, I know I want to lose weight. Okay, we've got a starting point here. Let's work forward. It. I've helped so many people get their goals in the right direction. So again, I encourage you, continue to do that for yourself. And once you figure it out, continue to encourage other people. That is one of the most important, effective things you can do is once you start to figure it out, help others start to figure it out. That's why America was built. That's why it came together so successfully. That's why it was the most effective, strongest, God-fearing, biblically-based country that has ever existed because people worked together and they had each other's back and they supported one another and they encouraged one another and they had a work ethic like none other. This is what we have to continue to maintain, and regardless of what else is going on or what other weather balloon is floating around Montana or whatever's going on with the stupid Super Bowl or any of the other distractions, you've got to make sure you stay grounded in the Bible and you stay grounded in the principles that you have continued to build on. And if you haven't built on them, it's time to start building on them. I encourage all of you guys to continue to do that the best you possibly can. Anything you want to add on that, Deb? Yeah, goals are incredibly important, Austin. I mean, without goals, we, we simply can't survive long-term-wise because we just don't have any point or purpose in our life. It's really important. I mean, Zig Ziglar said it this way. He said, you either can be a meaningful specific by setting goals or you'll become a wandering generality for the rest of your life, never knowing what to do or where to go or how to promote your life or do anything you want. And remember, you have to have short-term goals. If you're in business, you have to have short-term goals. What do you have to do today? Like Austin said on that card that he has. You also have, have to have intermediate goals. What are you going to do next week, next month? Then you have to have longer-term goals. What are you going to do at the end of the year? What are your forecasts for next year? What are your projections? What are your flow charts? All of that stuff. But the incremental goals are very, very, very important, especially the short-term goals. Because if you don't get out of bed in the morning, you do something, uh, chances are nothing's going to get done that day. And then if it happens again the next day and the next day and the next day, pretty soon you're wondering. I've got a friend of mine who, who started a business, and bless her heart. I mean, I feel bad for her. She, she doesn't know what to do right now because she's undercapitalized. And she's got a good product, but she doesn't know how to sell it, and she doesn't have any short-term goals. She's just looking at the big picture down the road trying to you know, get people to buy it. Who are the buyers from Walmart, the buyers from these big major corporations that already have this same product in 20 different shelves in their, in their, in their stores? And she never set incremental or short-term goals for what she needs to do or activity goals, and she's, she's floundering. And, the, and she's poured a bunch of money into it already, but it's not helping it. And see, and this is the problem that we run into in business. That's why you've got to understand all of these types of aspects when you start a business or start a company. The first thing you've got to do is get those short-term goals done. If you want to lose weight, 
say, I'm going to start losing one pound a week starting today. I'm going to cut my calories down to 1,800 calories because I want to weigh 180 pounds. I'm going to cut my calories down to 1,200 calories because I want to weigh 120 pounds. I'm going to go ahead and make sure that I eat high, clean quality foods and eat low glycemic foods and stay away from a bunch of bread and pasta, rice and potatoes and stay primarily with like vegetables and meats. And that's the way I'm going to keep a really clean calorie intake, help my body to start losing weight really quickly. I'm going to throw some MCT oil into it every single day to really burn body fat and watch me drop weight. And you will. But you got to have the goal set up. You got to have the activity goal set up. You got to have a picture of yourself when you were 25 years old on the wall saying, I want to look like this again. Or when you're 18 years old, I want to look like this again. That's how you do it with anything in your life. That's why you take the word of God every single day and you read your Bible every single day. That should be one of your primary goals, have that relationship with God Almighty. You're going to be with him forever. Always remember that. I love you guys. Make sure you listen to Austin tonight on Hagman. Finish it up, Austin, and I will talk to you guys on Monday. Absolutely, 100%, my friend. I appreciate all the support from our customers and our listeners and everyone alike. I encourage you to get this show out here, forward the show, get it bigger, get it wider, get the truth out there as far as you can reach it. Healthmasters.com, prostate support on sale with lots of other specials, including the food buckets, the meat buckets, the healthy energy kit, the, the healthy immune kit. Be sure to check it out at healthmasters.com. And if you want, use the HR5 Doug. Uh, a coupon code on the website but uh, it only works on non-sale items just want to clarify that on there so healthmasters.com have a blessed safe awesome weekend and we'll talk to you on this show monday as always Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.